you need to figure out a way to not just survive, but to thrive because you're going to set yourself up for a much better future when the rest of the world catches up and gets better as well. And giving yourself that focus to not just wait for things, but to still continue to try to create new things and make things better yourself for your current situation. I think that's what we have to get to. I agree. Fitness, mental health, all of it. Mm -hmm. So, um, yes, we touched on the coronavirus just because how can you not? But now, the rest of the podcast... It's our our life check-in right there. Yeah, exactly. The rest of the podcast, we're going to talk about some important health news that has kind of probably been overlooked due to coronavirus uh, coverage. So, uh, I just randomly found three recent stories about some important health news and probably, well, I'll say the third one was a little bit more self-serving than actually important health news, but... You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness Podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast. I think it's been the last three or four episodes. We've talked about the coronavirus, and I would say rightly so. It's probably the biggest topic around the world currently. No, really? (laughs) But, you know, we, uh, I think everybody's getting inundated with corona news and, uh, uh, gets bombarded with it on a constant Uh, basis. Yeah. So I decided this week we're just going to talk about, um, some health news that's not, well, I wouldn't say not related to coronavirus, but it's not based solely on the coronavirus. So we can give you a little bit more updates, some uh, some get back to what we normally do, talking about health stories and how they can relate to your everyday life. So I do want to mention, you guys, um, during this time, your mental health is a big part of what you have to kind of um, cultivate and make sure you're taken care of. So um, Cope Notes is a, a great friend of the show, uh, the, the founder and creator, Johnny Crowder, came on the show. Um, I was a guest on his show, and his company is offering two free weeks of Cope Notes to anyone, anybody, any of our listeners. Just go to atf.copenotes.com. Um, you will get daily positive affirmations text right to your phone uh, for two free weeks, and then if you want to sign up after that, you can do so. So atfcopenotes.com. So our training recaps. Um, I know they've been somewhat challenging. Um, you know, this week has been um tumultuous to say the best and i think everybody's weeks have been somewhat tumultuous yeah am i saying that word right tumultuous yeah okay sorry um so um i know my training has kind of ramped up a little bit um i am doing daily live workouts um so either on instagram live or facebook live i'm doing body weight workouts i slipped a kettlebell workout in one of those but doing those on a daily basis um to try to help um, individuals who are looking to stay active during this time, which is a, a big part of uh, staying healthy, um, to give people basically a resource um, for whether it be looking for direction for exercises or just need some sort of extra motivation on what type of workout to do. I'm doing live workouts, so I've been doing those Monday through Friday uh, the last couple of weeks, um, and also shooting exercise videos to create basically, you know workout plans for individuals who want those also um and i also did something probably uh, it was i wouldn't say it was 
groundbreaking to say the least for me um started virtual workouts this week yeah that was really big yeah so i mean it was it was it's a necessary thing we have to start um investing i'm have to start investing time in because this you know i know we weren't talk we didn't want to talk about the coronavirus this week but we know we kind of have to because it plays a part in everybody's lives right now um coronavirus like we talked about last week is uh, changing the way the changing the fitness industry so virtual workouts is something that and someone like myself who is in the fitness industry has to essentially take part of or if i want to you know consider myself or continue to be someone as a a resource for uh, health and fitness i have to start creating so and start performing and i started that you know i started having some of my first ones this week with current clients and i'm happy to say they went very well yeah i think you know i think there's something to be said about specifically the training that you do it's you know you do a large variety of things it's mm-hmm. not just you're not just doing hit workouts like to be honest yep, you're right. like it's actually that's a small portion of what you do i've seen what you've trained clients in now for years and i mean it's everything from striking which is very contact in yep. person to mobility which is a lot of direction and as like i know we've talked about like from like being a yoga teacher there's a lot of of vocal cueing and like positioning that you have to communicate to your clients and it's it's a pretty like intense guided thing so it's Mm -hmm. not like a lot of the i feel like a lot of the virtual or not virtual but the on-demand you know content that's out there i think and i know there's something that you even talked about like it's you're you're getting a chance to have still that one-on-one contact you're being challenged more as a trainer because you are having to come up with other ways to kind of communicate things and engage your clients and the same movements and activities but trying to vocalize it and demonstrate it versus you know maybe being there and like positioning them or whatever but um i know on your instagram post you mentioned this week about it being it being like a really nice experience from the the client's perspective because it's at home yeah like they're just more comfortable there and Mm -hmm. i could definitely see that yeah so um the one thing that's like is even and i like is basically finding um creating workout plans based on people's equipment selection yeah that's a different because everybody i did share some equipment with some of the clients um you know drop some stuff off to them so they had that but they we only have a select things i mean i haven't worked with a client yet that has dumbbells you know it's like bands or sticks. I've been able to give some sticks to people, mini bands, resistance bands, mm-hmm. sandbags. But, um, you know, clients are coming forward and saying, hey, what should I buy? Yeah. And so now I get to recommend it to them, but also got to keep in mind that, hey, these are t- trying times for everyone. So it's, yeah. they can't buy, they can't outfit a home gym. Right. Most people can't. So I got to be, you know, frugal in the sense of buying the best um, you know, cost benefit 
equipment Best there value. is. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, um, and I love that because that's something I've always focused on since I'm beginning the training. Like, yeah. find the best equipment, um, get the most bang for your buck. Yeah. And there's some great stuff out there if you guys are interested. Um, obviously, you can contact me for a virtual workout, but if you're looking for equipment to work out at home, jump rope, perform better, mini bands. I'm talking the company perform better. There's a lot of companies that make them, but I tried and true the perform better mini bands and then um, some sort of resistance band set that you can attach to a door or attach to a handle. Mm -hmm. Those are really good. And then if you want to go a little bit higher, I would get at least one to two 20 or 25 pound dumbbells. But like we talked last week, dumbbells are a hot commodity right now. I know. Yeah. It's kind of crazy too. I mean, I've, I remember back when I couldn't afford gym equipment, like I used like water bottles. Yep. And people, I see a lot of you videos know, like and a lot of that stuff that I would fill like bags with cans, mm -hmm. and yep. that's what I used. And you know what? It freaking worked. Yep. So it's not really a time that you have to feel like you have to have this Instagram worthy gym at home gym. This is just about whatever works. Mm -hmm. I mean, I see people doing get ups with <clears throat> jugs of water or cases of water, stuff like that. So yeah, it's it's a I think your uh, your stepdad said it today. We had a FaceTime with him. It's and it's the kind of cliche or the old saying that um, it's kind of change is uh, it, it, this is a time of change. Oh yeah, he said. You know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yes, is the, oh, the classic um, phrase. But also, um, some of it's, it's. I'm going to get it wrong, but it's about innovation. Basically, we have to innovate in a time of yeah. kind of of change you know it forces us to innovate yep you know so it's uh it, this is that time we're in that period right now and it's exciting and and i'm finding that it's not obviously took a hit you know the in-person training was a big part of what i did so yeah. almost all of what i did yep and now this has forced me to essentially get out of that comfort zone and explore this yeah and it's and i i mean so far so good yeah now, I don't want to be remiss. How, I mean, what kind of, you were kind of enthralled, like your, your occupation kept you square focused on coronavirus. Did you get any training in this week? Um, I did one HIT workout. Mm -hmm. I do remember that. And um, I actually had a couple vacation days this week, and that was really good because I got to take two days where I really just disconnected and honestly, I think my mental health has been taking the biggest hit, not my physical health, mm -hmm. um, where I've just been in the headlines day after day after day, like even on the weekends. And it, it just deteriorates your mind after yep. a while. And when you're told from multiple media contacts, well, we really just want things that have a coronavirus angle. And you're just like... I get it, but why? Like, can we just talk about anything else? Yeah. Like, not, it's just, yeah. But, um, yeah, there, it was definitely a week of, like, of upheaval, and it was an emotional week, and it was a physically trying week, a mentally trying week. So I feel like the fact that I made it through was, was training enough. Yes. And then yesterday I got a chance to do, which is probably going to be the reality of life moving forward for a while, mm -hmm. um, 
just working out with a two and a half year olds, I tried to do yoga and it's mm-hmm. like, I was like in, I was in like a tabletop pose and she climbed on my back or no, I was, I was in like a down dog and she climbed on my back, my mm-hmm. shoulders. And so I went down to like a puppy dog, like down to my elbows and my knees and then I basically had to lay on the ground because she was just like riding my shoulders while mm-hmm. I was trying to do my yoga. But it was also hilarious because mm-hmm. she got down, did down dog, one-legged down dog. Oh yeah, happy baby. Yeah. So it was it was adorable. Yes. But um, yeah, that's that's pretty much been it, and I'm hoping that I will be able to dedicate more time in the coming weeks. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely a, a very strong combination. I've also been trying to squeeze in some meditations yeah. where I can, which yeah. has also been super hard. But I agree. I've definitely fallen off the meditations, which, like we said they about are, earlier, they are like super important right now. Life rafts, man. Yeah, it's, so. it's crazy how important and helpful they are to just keep your your mindset positive amidst everything. I mean, in a time where the entire world is worrying. And worrying is like the least productive thing you can focus yeah. on. It is like literally the least productive thing mm-hmm. you can focus on because you can't do anything about it and you're putting a ton of energy behind what might be. And that sets you up for not right now. Yeah. It makes you miserable right now. And it does nothing to prepare you for the future, really. It doesn't make you, yeah, and it doesn't, especially if you're worrying about getting the coronavirus, the worry and angst is probably going to hurt your health more so, both your physical and mental health, and make you more susceptible. Yeah. Um, I mean, not, I can't, there's no quantifiable numbers, but if you, anxiety can bring down immunity and other bodily functions. There's plenty of data around anxiety. impacting you have to be diligent but not completely you know fearful yeah because i mean this is something that we have to get through we just have to yeah and we have we have to find ways to be honest we have to find ways to thrive within our current situations Mm -hmm. like even if even if you find yourself sitting in the middle of like your apartment or your house unemployed all by yourself like you need to figure out a way to not just survive but to thrive because you're going to set yourself up for a much better future when the rest of the world catches up and gets better as well and giving yourself that focus to not just wait for things but to still continue to try to create new things and make things better yourself for your current situation, the situation of those around you, that's going to make such a huge difference. Yeah. I know it's easy to say it's something that I myself am also trying to to change and like keep in my mind, but I think that's what we have to get to. I agree. You Fitness, know. mental health, all of it. Mm-hmm. So... Um, 
Yes, we touched on the coronavirus, just because how can you not? But now, the yeah, rest of the podcast... It's our, like, our life check-in yeah, right exactly. there. The rest of the podcast, we're going to talk about some important health news that has kind of probably been overlooked due to coronavirus uh, coverage. So yeah. uh, I just randomly found three recent stories about some important health news and probably, well, I'll say the third one was a little bit more self-serving than actually important health news, but I'm going to talk about it right now. So uh, the first one was a study was released uh, in March. Basically, you guys will hear this. It was released this month that talked about how uh, daily walks can drastically reduce common forms of mortality. Um, this is something that's probably a lot of studies have, you know, uh, alluded to, but this was a pretty profound study. Um, it discovered that people who walked between 4,000 and 8,000 steps a day reduced their risk of death from cancer or heart disease by two-thirds, and people who walked more than 12,000 steps per day lower those risks by nearly 90%. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And then <clears throat> another study in that same article, I got these articles from Healthline.com, one of our favorite sites to go yeah. to for news and uh, health and fitness information. Another good study morning newsletter, by the way, if anybody needs Ooh, some. Yes. Okay. Another study, uh, researchers state that middle-aged study participants who walk the most steps per day over an average of nine years had a 43% lower risk of diabetes and 31% lower risk of high blood pressure. So nowadays, and I don't, keep, I don't want to relate this to coronavirus, but walking is something that is probably pretty popular now more than ever. You My know. gosh, remember like two days ago... We had to drive around while well, we had a house showing. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even kidding you. Like some of these back streets were so filled with people. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was on a boardwalk. Like I was driving a car down a boardwalk. I was like, am I, am I in a wrong area? Am I supposed <laughs> to be driving here? There was so many people. Granted, six feet apart, most of them. Yep. But there was so many people out walking. And you know what? It was amazing mm -hmm. because it was like, it, it was just like a totally, we love our neighborhood now anyways, but it was just such a cool vibe and such a great thing that everyone was just, you know, acknowledging each other, going about their business, lots of people that we've never seen before. And it, I mean, I thought it was actually really cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure like state governments are going to be like, social distancing <laughs> shelter yeah. at home you shouldn't yeah. be out but i mean well some of the out this we, week, out we have a stay at a home mandate bit. here in the city of tampa um and they do say that well, walks and outdoor exercise is yeah, allowed they, but you know like you said it. they try to keep the six foot minimum social distance so and you know a lot of people respect them and some were not but the real thing you got to worry about is people that are totally neglecting that like bars being open still and a past curfew yeah we don't have any of those you know we um well i heard some stuff of course on our favorite the next door i don't know if anybody has next door in their neighborhood oh yeah the uh, social but it's network. basically just the uh people complaining about fireworks and or uh why there's a police officer on the corner or something like that found but, lost pets yes yeah. found lost pets also that's probably one of the Big best one. services of it honestly it is, yeah um but they were complaining last night about how they saw a bar open in seminole heights past you know 10 30 yeah so I think, you know, the mandate wouldn't in effect here in our city um, Friday night. So there are probably going to be some latecomers to the to the party. 
Yeah, hopefully everybody complies. All right, so those are pretty important studies, honestly. I mean, the one study, the first one, um, where it was uh, between 4,000 and 8,000 steps, you know, they the, the health line attributed, you know, to cancer and heart disease, but they talked about all forms of mortality, that it reduced all forms of mortality, which is pretty big. And they documented over, I mean, over almost 4,800 people they did the study on. So it was a pretty profound study over, I think it was over 10 years or something like that. Wow. So um, that's the kind of study that some good information there. And, you know, we've talked about how important walking is and it's the most researched form of exercise there is. Um, but, I mean, this is just another just another supporting fact about why you got to get out there and walk. Yeah. You know, then. So uh, the second story was, um, I thought this was interesting um, because... You know, coronavirus is going to, like, do a lot to relationships. Yeah. Um, people are, you know, basically staying with their significant other or choosing to stay with their significant In other now. In close proximity for a proximity. large yep. portion of time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So uh, the relationships will be tested for sure. Um, but uh, this one was a study uh, published in November of last year, um, and it says researchers say being in a romantic relationship with an optimist may help you avoid cognitive decline as you age. Yeah. So let me explain the study. So uh, researchers at Sub Michigan State use over well over forty four hundred. Um, heterosexual couples from the health and retirement study. And this study was on people who uh, were Americans ages 50 and older, and it was a large, diverse representation of the population. So probably buffing different demographics. Sorry. sorry. (laughs) I was like, I don't know what you're saying. (laughs) Uh, Economic uh, categories, um, obviously ethnicity. So they really tried to make sure that everybody was was represented. And um, just to break down kind of what they did during the study, obviously they they give out a questionnaire and then um, cognitive uh, function is assessed every two years over the course of an eight-year follow-up period with people being tested up to five times. Cognitive assessments include short-term memory, compitual memory. Um, People were also asked to rate the quality of their memory in their daily lives. Um, When when they analyzed the data, they found that that more optimistic people did better cognitively. Mm -hmm. And being married to an optimist was also linked to better cognitive function. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like optimists are typically more creative, more constructive, mm-hmm. which to me means you're using, I don't mean creative and like artsy. I mean like you enjoy creating things. Like you could be an entrepreneur or something, you know? Yeah. But like you're going to use more of your brain and I think you and talk- keep it alive. Absolutely. You talked about it earlier kind of about um, it's, you know, it's time to thrive essentially, right? Yeah. Um, that's I think angst and worry is the exact opposite. They are basically the they are the roadblocks to thriving. Mm-hmm. Because if you just angst and worry and anxiety, it takes over your mind where you can't do anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be that when when I was in high school, I had severe anxiety problems. You know, oh, yeah. and it was something that you know stifled me, and then took me until almost my you know, junior year of high school to get out of that funk. And then after I got past that, I really started to mature, you know, honestly. And that's where things like happen, you know, getting into colleges and um, 
being comfortable. I mean, this sounds weird, but being comfortable about around girls. Mm-hmm. It was. I mean, that's. It's a real developmental stage in your life when you're yeah. in high school. But um, angst and worry can really hinder any type of self discovery and development. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely crippling. So it makes sense when you have a partner that's an optimist. It kind of gives you an example of hey. You know, mm-hmm. we we can do it, and especially when you have a partner, when you're married, it's, I mean, what we're finding, you've got to rely on the other person, yeah. you know, and not rely on them for every single thing. You're but not rely- dependent, yeah. but you're relying. Yeah, you're relying There's on, a difference. yeah, because you're in it together. Yeah. You know, you're working as a cohesive team, whether you have children or not, but mm-hmm. your your goal is to basically make each other better. Mm-hmm. That's what the goal of, in my opinion, what the goal of marriages should be. You yeah. know, and you want your partner to succeed because if they succeed, you succeed. Better together. Exactly. So, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, obviously, I'm not telling you guys any, not breaking ground, but it's good to hear these things that, and they're actually doing studies on them. I know. To, to confirm refreshing. these type of um, almost intuitive ideals um, because there's a reason why. Some people are, you know, I mean, some yeah, relationships they say don't work. relationships yeah. and people say, like, that person's bad for you. Could maybe. Be. Yeah. Maybe they there, really are. There are definitely, I know there's relationships where Toxic one relationships. person, yeah, one person Gosh. takes advantage of the other. So, um, but when they're good and they're, they're healthy, when they're good and they're healthy, it's so beneficial to both individuals. So, yeah. And this is kind of science that backs that up. Yeah. All right, so the last story I just decided to choose, like I said, maybe a little self-serving. And these are all new to me, so <laughs> I'm just going with the flow on this. <laughs> so the last one, apparently there's this, I don't know if it's a craze, it's not all over the place, but I heard one of my clients mention it, and I really didn't think too, you know, much about it, but then TikTok. I looked it up. <laughs> I looked it up. <laughs> this was actually on Healthline. Coffee... And lemon juice. Apparently, combining the two is some sort of magical health elixir, according to some people. So, the supported, uh, the the supposed benefits of combining black coffee with lemon juice are fat loss or burning fat, eases headaches, relieves diarrhea, and offers skin care benefits. Well, lemon water. I know it does a lot of that, mm-hmm. like without coffee. Right. So adding coffee to it, it is a stimulant. But if you're not hydrated enough, it's going to dehydrate you and cause more problems. So according so, to Healthline, I, I don't think, know. Yeah, I went through all they. And Healthline, you know, they went through all those claims and broke them down and, and you know, basically um, whatever science was supporting those claims or they believe they those claims were trying to basically... Tie to? Yes, thank yeah. you. I was trying to... I lost, lost my chance off there. <laughs> but um, so they broke it down to see if there was actual science that supported these claims. and And what they found out is that it's more likely one or the other, not a com- combination of the two. Yeah. You know, so for like melts fat, they say coffee in some circumstances can raise, 
boost metabolism with mm -hmm. some individuals, so yep. it can help with fat loss. That. Yep, um, eases headaches is kind of the same thing. Sometimes caffeine can help ease headaches, but also can migraines cause, can also cause super them. Super helpful. Yep. So, but um, so it could have both effects. Uh, relieves diarrhea. I think they were talking about. We've t we've talked about with coffee, especially it's diuretic with, with uh, liver function. Yeah, I know. I don't understand. So. I don't, I don't know, know how if, that works. Yeah, I don't know. They, they, you know, I didn't go into each individual one. I wouldn't um, try that one, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Relieves if diarrhea. If you've got gastric distress, please do not go chug a cup of coffee. Yes. Not a recommendation. Right. So, yeah. So, but then, of course, and then the one for skincare benefits, they say that actually lemon juice and uh, vitamin oh, yeah. C take, plays a big role in that um, because we know vitamin C is necessary for uh, collagen production, which is something that can benefit your skin, which is, helps with skin Key. and joint care, you know? <laughs> so um, what they said is that uh, coffee seems to be, this was Healthline, they said coffee seems to be responsible for most of the purported benefits of drinking coffee with lemon, though lemons also play a role in the skincare blames. I just said that. Uh, yet no, no evidence suggests that they should be consumed together for greater benefits. Yeah. So leave my beloved coffee alone. <laughs> Take your crazy voodoo lemon water coffee and just forget about it, okay? Just separate them. Do Put not, them on different do cups. Not, don't ruin the sanctity of my coffee, okay? <laughs> I'm saying it now, okay? <laughs> coffee has a flavor. It's delicious, all right? Oh, boy. So those were just a couple of stories. I know we went all over the place, but I wanted to give us, show you guys that it's um, there's other stuff going on in the world of health and fitness beyond uh, the coronavirus. Yes, and if anybody has any questions or topics you would like to hear from us um on then please let us know mm -hmm. give us a comment on in the reviews go to our social media whatever we're around mm -hmm. <laughs> and actually nick has been doing some more interviews lately yeah. um so we have some really great interviews coming up and we've got some more in the queue, so definitely stay tuned. I think probably in the near future, um, since I am a really big proponent for the the mental health side, we're gonna look at some maybe some of like the stressors um, in these current times that people might be facing, mm -hmm. and maybe some tips or um, kind of areas of how you might be able to handle. You know, just some some things to try um, based off of our experience. Again, we are not the experts mm -hmm. on these things. We speak from real world experience and we do quite a bit of research. We are not the experts. Mm -hmm. We're like the armchair experts. There you go. Perfect. But um, but yeah, we'll we'll do some legwork for you. So if anybody has any questions on those fronts, please let us know. All right. Um, also, you guys, uh, please feel re free to reach out to me if you're looking for any exercise ideas while we go through this period of, uh, you know, obviously staying at home. Yeah, or, uh, you can actually train with Nick. Exactly right. You know, <laughs> yeah, guys, if you're not in Tampa. Mm -hmm, that's right. Just uh, send an email. All our contact information will be at the end of this episode. So feel free to reach out to me and tune into the live workouts at the ETTAMPA Instagram or the Elemental Training Tampa Facebook page. Got anything okay. else for them tonight? That's it. All right, this has been another edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast, and we'll check you next time. Bye. 
For all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at the ATF Podcast, and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks.